Well, hey there. Welcome to day 25 of our 40-day Get Up and Go Challenge. Sharon Horn-Elstrom here. And today we are going to talk about the A as in our SOAP framework for dealing with challenges, dealing with change, dealing with obstacles, dealing with any difference that pops up in our life. We want to deal with it by cleaning it up with SOAP and using the SOAP framework to go through and analyze and guarantee that we're getting the best results possible out of any situation for us. It might not be best for your mom or your sister or your brother or your friend or your boss or your neighbor, but using it will ensure that you get the best result for you. And, and really, that's all we can do is control our own life and get the best possible result for ourselves. Well, A, of course, stands for, after brainstorming our list of all the possible options yesterday, you did that, right? You did the the brainstorm list of at least 10 different possible options to get you from where you are to where you want to go. I did it for my, my mentality and my brain. And I will tell you, this has been a really interesting time through the soap model for me because it's been a, a while since I've consciously thought about, and I mean consciously because subconsciously we're always thinking, right? We, we never, our, our brain never shuts off. Our thinking never shuts off. Even when we sleep, it doesn't turn off, right? It's still working at least on a subconscious level. And that's why we dream, things like this. That's how we solve problems in our sleep, right? Have you ever asked yourself a question before you went to bed or thought about a, a problem or a decision you needed to make and you've been struggling with it maybe for days or weeks even and then you woke up crystal clear the next day with the absolute right answer for you? I've had that happen to me hundreds if not thousands of times and I realized that I could actually do that on purpose which is really a powerful strategy but we don't have time to talk about that today we're gonna to talk about action and then I want to talk about patterns and the impact that they have on our life and then tomorrow I'm gonna to share with you the perfect pattern interrupt and how you use that and get that to automatically um, interrupt the patterns and, and we'll talk about and I'll give you an example of patterns in my life so that you can look for patterns in your life and then share why do we want to interrupt them why do we want to change pattern some of our patterns and habits and rituals are working for us and serving us and perfect for us already others not so much right I might have a pattern where when I get stressed out instead of doing something that's good for me or healthy I might shut down and watch Netflix or I might have a pattern where when I'm stressed out I go to the pantry and I reach for sea salt caramels Ooh, who could that be oh oh me yes so patterns but let's talk about yeah let's talk about patterns before action patterns are just the way we automatically do things right our patterns and believe it or not you and I have a pattern for absolutely everything that we do if we didn't, if we didn't have a way that we do things or a pattern for how we do things in automatically, we would have to think about each and every step and then consciously and then command our body to do it. Well, that would be like so time consuming, just blinking our eyes, swallowing, breathing would be impossible. It would be overwhelming. We couldn't do it. So it needs to all be on autopilot from our subconscious. And our subconscious is awesome. It manages all that stuff for us all our bodily functions can you imagine if you had to consciously manage all your bodily functions couldn't do it right so thank goodness we have this subconscious and it does a terrific job reminding us to eat reminding us to sleep reminding us to go to the bathroom reminding us to uh, breathe right blink our eyes and breathe and that's all well and good but 
as human beings, and I don't know that this affects other species. I don't know that much about animal brains or things or other uh, species thinking capacity. I'm not a brain expert, <coughs> just a nerdy engineer who thinks this stuff is cool because it impacts my life. And anything that impacts my life, I kind of want to understand so that I can do it on purpose versus having it just happen to me in, in whatever random way that it shows up in my life. So we, we can notice patterns. And I think I first started studying this probably 30 some years ago. And I'm sure I initially heard about it from Tony Robbins. And then what happens is, I don't know about you, but when I, I hear something that interests me, I tend to, to follow the, the trail of breadcrumbs and where it leads me to find out more about it. So I'm sure I heard about patterns and probably even probably even triggers and maybe I don't know if I heard about those from Tony Robbins but probably triggers and patterns and of course then we need pattern interrupts because we want to keep the patterns that are serving us running but we don't want to keep some patterns running so like the going stressed out going for sea salt caramels I don't really want to keep that pattern going as my default pattern or going to a a no mind activity. I used to actually, whenever I was stressed out, I would read. I used to consume lots of books. <laughs> uh, but now reading is a challenge for me, so that's not my go-to thing. So lately, when I'm stressed out or just need a break, I'll go for a walk in nature or sometimes I'll opt for watching a movie or a series on Netflix, which I will say it's a, it's a very low value to me um, pattern right? It's, it doesn't really serve me in the direction I want to go in very many areas of my life from where I am now to where I want to go. It's just kind of a, it's, it's like one of those things that you do that's activity, but it's not really getting you anywhere. It's like being on a, a, a treadmill. I, now I like being on the treadmill because I live in Wisconsin and sometimes it's a great form of exercise, but you can run, and I have, I've run and not, I, okay, that was just the wrong word. I don't run anywhere. <laughs> the last time I ran, I set off my ICD. So running is not an option for me, unless of course I'm being chased by a bear or a tiger or a shark or something, and then I'll be swimming, I won't be running. But running's not an option for me. So walking on a treadmill. I have literally walked tens of thousands of miles on a treadmill, but I haven't really gotten anywhere, right? I've just made that wheel go around. Now it's improved my health, but I haven't really physically gone anywhere, even though I've walked tens of thousands of miles on a treadmill. It's, it's different than walking outside and going in nature, going traveling and walking and things. To me, it's different. But it still served some purpose, but it wasn't as, as beneficial to me as if I'm walking outdoors and actually experiencing nature, right? I'm always in the same environment. You know, there's fans blowing on you. Sometimes there's uh, a trail. And I do like the new programs where you can actually be feel like you're going somewhere because you're on a trail or traveling or something. Don't ask me what they're called, I can't remember. But I think you may know what I'm talking about. You can actually have more of an experience than just walking in circles. But patterns, we do that in everything that we do. So let me think of an example. Each of our emotions are, are caused and created by a pattern. When we feel a certain emotion, <clears throat> we go through a whole series of steps that are unique and different for each and every one of us but there's commonalities to feel a certain feeling. So I'm gonna share frustration. Tony Robbins always shares the, the example of depression, but I use the strategies that he teaches in, geez, the late 1990s to eliminate depression from my life. Actually, it would've been the early 1990s. 
to eliminate depression from my repertoire of emotions that I call upon. So I have made it virtually impossible for me to be and feel depressed. So it's a hard example for me to use, but many people can relate to that because depression is just rampant in our society right now. And I, part of I, it is because I think people allow themselves the opportunity to feel depressed over lesser and lesser things than we used to in the future. And I, the example I like to share is of frustration because I was the epitome, the poster child of frustration in a lot of my life up to about 2010 when I had a sudden cardiac arrest, which because of the way I defined frustration and because of the way I was living my life, I set myself up for that sudden cardiac arrest. I didn't realize it on a conscious level, but everything I did for about 10 years or even 15 years leading up to that was just creating a ticking time bomb that was waiting to explode in my life. And not just one area of my life, but in in several areas of my life simultaneously. Uh So frustration. Ask yourself, and maybe, maybe you don't ever feel frustrated, right? Maybe nothing bothers you and you don't feel frustrated by things. But each of us has a way and, and things that have to happen that cause us to feel frustration, that cause us to feel love, that cause us to feel supported, that cause us to feel angry. We all have this pattern of, of thoughts, feelings, events. Maybe it's sights and smells that can trigger that. Remember we talked about triggers yesterday? Triggers play a big role in our patterns. And that's how you can identify some of your triggers is by looking at your patterns. What does it take for me to feel frustrated? Well, back, you know, over a decade ago, it didn't take hardly anything for me to feel frustrated. It was like the drop of a pin and I would be frustrated because I didn't expect or want or plan for that pin to drop. So everything, my definition back then of frustration was something isn't as it should be. I would notice, I would either observe or smell or hear or think something wasn't as it should be. Now who made up the should? I did, right? It was how I thought it should be. How often is how we think everything on the planet should be in alignment with what we think and what we believe in every area and every aspect of our life? Like never, right? Very often, things aren't exactly as we think they should be. So in my manufacturing plant, there were certain tasks that we did all the time, and I, in my mind, believed they should should take a certain amount of time. Now, I've got an industrial engineering background, and I used to do time and motion studies, and I would study things, and we would look for efficiency and and ways of doing things the best way possible, and we would have a process and a way of doing it, and there was an expected amount of time that it should take. And any time it was taking longer than I thought it should, I would get really, really frustrated. And I, the longer it took, the more frustrated I would get. And so little things like that, little patterns like that, caused me to go back and say, okay, what is causing me to be frustrated all the time? Because guess what? When you're frustrated all the time, you're stressed out. When you're stressed out, because frustration would lead to stress for me, that was one of my patterns. And then I would behave in ways that weren't, you know, the nicest most pleasant to be around, right? I would get short and snappy and angry. I would consume massive quantities of caffeine, usually in the form of diet soda and coffee as well. And so I realized 
after my sudden cardiac arrest, of course, oh, ducks in a row. I didn't realize this while I was doing it. It wasn't until after, and I went back and I started saying, okay, what the heck could have led to such an event? And then I realized, well, it was a whole bunch of things, but one of the things was my pattern of, and my definition of frustration. So I changed my pattern of what it takes for me to get frustrated, and it no longer is with the exception of computers and technology. Sometimes I, I still am a little quick to get frustrated because, again, I will slip back into that pattern of thinking that something should always operate the way I expect it to, right? But one thing about technology, it's always changing. So recently I had to update my, my triggers and my patterns of getting frustrated over something not working on the computer, something not working on technology. Because guess what? I do a lot of work on the computer now since I've gone online from offline and things in, in technology are changing all the time so every time I go on the computer I expect everything to be the same as it was the last time I went on the computer I am setting myself up for frustration right so why would I do that now I just expect that it's going to be changing all the time by changing my definition of my expectation nobody else's I am able to, to change that pattern and make it one that serves me instead of one that frustrates me. So today, in addition to coming up with and selecting one of the items on your options list to take an immediate action on, that's gonna be our, our challenge for today, is take immediate action on one thing. Do one thing that you can. Do what you can. Do, do whatever you can with what you've got right now to take action on one of the items of your option list. Pick one and take action. And also, think about one emotion. And, and it's easiest to do this with emotions. It's, well, it's actually easier to do with physical activities to, to look for patterns. Uh, but I want you to do it with an emotion since we're doing it with mental and thought. And we should be doing it with a thought. Let's do it with a thought pattern instead of an emotion. We'll do it with an emotion next next time through the soap model since we're going to do emotions next or I'm going to do emotional next but right now let's do it with a mental thing so think of a thought pattern or a thought or a belief that you hold strongly right now and unravel the patterns that you have to feel that what has to happen for you to think all people are good or all people are evil or all people are are stupid or all people are prejudiced do it with a universal belief instead of a personal belief you know why because it's it's easier to pick a universal belief apart because you might have just bought into it because your friends or your your relatives have and when you really examine it and take it apart you might find that you may or may not believe that anymore I've had a lot of beliefs like that that I have unraveled universal beliefs that I have unraveled that I used to believe for like 40 years or 50 years and then I unraveled them and I said, you know what, I, I understand where and why I adopted that belief. My entire family believes that about religion or politics or something, especially if it's a, a strongly held belief. A lot of times um, we get those from other people and from our environment. And I, I'll unravel those and I'll realize, okay, well, one of the questions I like to ask is, who does that belong to? Because what we find is that a lot of our beliefs, they might be something that's happened to us in kindergarten and we adopt a, bel a belief about that, especially beliefs about ourselves. Oh, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I can't do this. I can't do that. Or I, I am good at this. Or I, am, I can do this. And, and those universal beliefs and beliefs about ourselves, a lot of times we just got them from other people. We, we aren't born 
with a set of beliefs and a, a set of, of things like that. We, we pick them up along the way. They're all things that we get along the way from all of our experiences. So today, action item, and then pick one thought pattern that you have and just break it down and see if you can identify the triggers, the things that trigger you to, to think those thoughts. Uh, a good example right now is there's a whole lot of political unrest and a whole lot of unrest in our nation right now. And what you might find is that watching the news triggers you because you'll hear something that upsets you. Guess what? That is 100% on purpose. The news is designed to get your attention and to upset you and get you thinking in a certain way. Not for yourself, but in the way that they want you to think. Whatever media, whatever politician, whatever a guru, even gurus and things and, and, and that. Don't ever take anything I say, take it all with a grain of salt and, and run it through your filter of yourself and ask yourself, is this right for me? Does that make sense? Is what she's saying make sense or is that crazy? I don't believe it and, and I don't, and, and then don't accept it. But run everything you hear through your own filter of rationality. Just don't take it because you think it's coming from a credible source because every credible source has their own agenda. I have my own agenda. I want you to figure this out so that you can understand yourself and how you're influenced and how you can influence yourself versus letting other people influence you. So today, action. All about taking action. Never leave a decision, the, the scene of a decision or the scene of a crime without taking immediate action. I did learn that from Tony Robbins. And that's one of the uh, best things I've ever learned in my life and my career. And, and you know, even Mel Robbins, must be something with the Robbins name. Mel Robbins will, she's got the 54321. So whenever you make a decision and you're, especially when you're scared to do it, you just say 54321 and then you do it. You just take immediate action. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly as well. Although I say, just do it right away. You don't even have to count. But if it takes the blast off and count for you, do the count, right? Get up and go, do the count. So have an absolutely amazing day. If you have any questions about this or if you have a, a thought pattern that you, you want me to help you unravel, put that in the comments below because chances are I've probably experienced that thought pattern as well, right? There are so many universal thoughts that we all have as human beings that uh, it's pretty easy to help unravel that or see how to unravel it. Sometimes it's easier to help someone else unravel theirs than to do your own, right? Because you're pretty close to it. All right, have an amazing day. Questions below? Uh, share your action item below and what you're gonna do do it and then just share hey This is what I did and maybe it's I made a phone call. I did a Google search. I, um, I I got a book. I ordered a book on Amazon or I read an article about XYZ Whatever it is share it in the comments below so we can get momentum and learn from one another because sometimes We just don't know what to do, but we know what to do But having somebody else say hey, this is what I did gives you an idea and like, oh my God, I could do that too to help me work on my physical well-being or to help me, you know, shortcut the process. One of the, one of the problems we have nowadays is so much information, so many directions we could go. That's why we have to always use our head, our heart, and our, our instinct, our gut to tell us what's the right direction to go for us. All right, catch you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to share with you the perfect pattern interrupt. It works every single time. All right, bye. And it's not a whistle. Take care.